This episode is dedicated to the memory of Cage Watkins. We were supposed to feature him on a future episode to discuss healthcare, health insurance, and his battle with cancer. It is with a heavy heart that I have to say I'm sorry that we didn't get to make that episode. Cage, the Terminus Podcast salutes you. Rest easy. Because we're, we're off to a good start this episode. Because I'm sitting next to someone very pretty. That's true. Who am I sitting next to? You're sitting next to me. No, I'm kidding. You're, you're sitting next to Austin uh, from the band Cold Neon Fetish is, is why you're so horny. Say hi. Hi. Beautiful. <laughs> you're doing good. Wonderful. You're this doing is, very good. We're, we're doing very fantastic. This is, this is a great episode. It's One better for the than Carly Rae Jepsen, man. Like, I'm, I'm just stoked. No, I, I listen to Carly Rae Jepsen right now. Oh, you have been? No. No, you haven't no, been? No, fuck you. <laughs> that's the call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the call. Yeah, yeah I'm going to get shit for that. <laughs> hey, you know what? I left that in the past. I wasn't going to bring that up, so I don't know why you're you're no. bringing this this back up into my life it's funny that he does mention it because i do remember once upon a time whenever i had started writing my own songs you were listening to call me maybe um the very first time i heard the song call me maybe i was at the mall <laughs> and it was playing on the overhead system right and got finished doing you know my shopping and all that <laughs> stuff yeah i'm fucking conformist i go to the mall and shop whether it be drinking your starbucks whether it be at macy's or whether it be at pack sun you know it's all the damn same you were wearing uggs today i yeah true story you're so basic i am but uh you know it is the season (laughs) it is october 1st today yeah this is the first day of october you gotta throw on your uggs and drink your pumpkin spice you're only one pair of like leggings and an oversized long sleeve shirt away from being a tina (laughs) i'm i'm insecure about the uh, size of my calves so you'll never see me in leggings 
<laughs> but okay. uh, the, the Carly Rae story, uh, I heard the song Call Me Maybe for the very first time. And after doing my shopping, I went back to my house and I'm like, okay, I need to start, you know, writing some material. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, I start, you know, just kind of tinkering with my keyboards and audio software. And I thought to myself, that sounds really cool. I like that. It almost sounds familiar. Oh, no. And it sounded something like, dun, 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 and then I... He got infected by the Carly conspiracy. The one time. The one time. It's like AIDS. All it takes is once. Well, I mean, hey, you, that's that's why pop music is so popular that's because it is an earworm. Music is so yeah, it was an ear. It still is, um, and I will forever like that song because <laughs> of that reason. Okay, and because of another great reason, um, there is a mashup of "Call Me Maybe" and "Head Like a Hole," and it's called "Call Me a Hole." So, I'm not kidding. It is the best thing that you have probably never heard. I mean, it I just mean, we're makes gonna... me remember the fucking atrocity that was a goddamn uh, Taylor Swift fucking, uh, what was it, Broke? Was it, was it? It was, um, I know what you're talking about. Shake oh, Perfect Drug. And perfect Drug. Yep, it was yeah. Perfect Drug. I hated my ears, and now I can't listen to either one of those songs. Yeah. I already don't listen to Taylor Swift, but I cannot listen to Perfect Drug without hearing goddamn Taylor Swift go off in my head. Just like uh, uh, Closer, I cannot listen to that without hearing the Super Mario Brothers. Okay, okay. Um, the uh, And also I'll, I'll Pimp do Stick. You one, I'll do you one better. Um, Homestar Runner. And Ramstein. <laughs> the, the system is due. <laughs> so they took a, they take Duhost, of course, and uh, for all of you kids out there that don't remember, um, and you were too young to know just how we're getting into depression territory now. Yeah. I mean, thinking one. about the fact that fucking I will, I literally watched Homestar Runner when it was already old. In the sixth fucking grade, in like two thousand and four, I was playing a video three. game like a month ago. Oh, there's a there's Jesus. a Homestar Runner video game. That's beautiful. Continue. Yeah. I'm sorry. Oh no no, you're good. I mean I I got nostalgic, um, <laughs> just like a week ago because I hit the light switch and I was hitting my vent mm-hmm. instead of my light switch. And then I went like I kind of like did a back and forth thing, and I did the whole light switch strobe light, and it reminded me of the cheetah. And he's like, "We didn't put that light switch there for you to throw light switches." It's beautiful. God, I need that song in my life, man. Yeah. I remember awesome. it was a downloadable MP3. I need that shit. I imagine and I hope that the uh, people who are listening, if we haven't scared them away already, that they mm-hmm. are just like writing it down like, get a fucking pen! <laughs> I mean, I mean, at this point, like Trogdor the Burn... They've bar- name-dropped so many. Yeah. What is all of this? Time. I mean, everybody like talks about Trogdor the Barbarian, or, or the Burninator now. Right. That That's a thing. 
I wonder how many people actually know what Trogdor is. No. Trogdor! I don't think they do. <laughs> Very few. Yeah, no, it's it, fuck. Same source is what I'm saying. It, yeah. it, it, Homestar Runner was, I think, that was the shit that got us through the mid 2000s. That's that. That's like maybe kept me from killing myself. Yeah. yeah. Very much. Very much. Yeah. So, so, we'll be right back. Hey, I just met you, and this is crazy, but here's my number. Resistance is futile. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to the Terminus Podcast. I hate this show. (laughs) Otherwise known as the Jepson Conspiracy Cast. Uh, Join here with Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, what are you drinking? Blue Moon Harvest Pumpkin Ale from last year. So is that like the <laughs> is that like the hipsters pumpkin spice? No, no, it's the uh, basic bitch. <laughs> it's the basic bitch brew, girl. Yeah. Fuck my all life. that noise. Make fun of my Uggs. I mean, <laughs> I'm just saying. Calm down, Tina. Shit, it was just a joke. There you go. Fuck. <laughs> I told you to call me T. Getting savage as <laughs> fuck. <laughs> uh, we're up to a good start on this segment. Um, I'm also here with Austin. Uh, Austin, what are you drinking? Same. I Same am, thing. I am drinking the uh, Harvest Pumpkin Ale by Blue Moon. From Fantastic. last year. From, From last. Yeah. Oh, good. It's cool. pretty good for your old beer. <laughs> So, uh, does beer have an expiration date? Like this, I don't drink. I'm sure, so. I know. Uh, that's funny that you ask. I am this not is about sure. to become a beer in, in, like informational podcast. It's well, gonna be like I'm, NPR for beer. I'm not sure if beer has an expiration date. Uh, everyone knows that beer does go flat, right? Um, but I do know that the FDA mandates you have an expiration date on all consumables. Right. So bottled water does <laughs> not expire. No, and that's why they put the expiration date like they 15 years it, in the yeah. future. Yeah, put the expiration <laughs> date on there simply because it has to be put on there. Right. So to anyone who thinks that bottled water expires, no. Well, I'm glad we've all learned something. I'm sure that there's a lot of people who believe that shit, probably yeah. the flat earthers. I want the flat earther <laughs> to step up and say, the, the water water doesn't expire. Water doesn't expire. What the fuck is wrong with you? Step up. There you go. Because you've got much stupider ideas. <laughs> uh, speaking of flat earthers, apparently people who believe in the flat earther don't believe in gravity. Oh, just no. And we're done. And no, this has been another episode no, of the Terminus no, Podcast. Yes, no. Have a nice day, guys. I am. I'm very much um, <laughs> um, a man of science, so okay. to say. Uh, I mean, I'm definitely no. I'm definitely no Beekman, or you know, I, I am no Isaac Newton, but I do have a strong appreciation for science and everything that it has done for everyone sure and you got to love evidence and proof and facts see i knew there was a reason he was coming in with the white lab coat man like i had (laughs) questions and here we are yeah yeah, exactly i couldn't find my neon green (laughs) uh (laughs) so this is a good episode this is not just a podcast where we ramble about (laughs) random things um including how flat earthers don't believe in gravity 
which is fucking buck wild. But I don't want to talk about that. I, I just have, <laughs> I have so many. Oh, blood pressure rising. No, we don't have to talk IQ about that. Dropping. He is becoming a tomato right now. <laughs> Fuck it. Like he's actually been he's been induced under hypnosis. And every time I mention the flat earthers, I believe he just fucking he gets redder and redder. He's gonna burst and Hulk get mad. Oh. Hulk smash. Uh, so the David Banner in me is so infuriated. Fuck. Uh, I'm just amazed we haven't floated up in space yet. There, well. Well, that's that's because the rapture once again once again did not happen. I'm still disappointed. By the way, I do have hope because they pushed it back to October 25th. <coughs> oh, did they? Yeah. So there's a chance. It's also the death planet, by the way. It's still the death planet. Oh, Nibiru. They just God decided mm-hmm. give he, them he another. Decided month. to push Nibiru off a little bit. Like, hey, no, yeah. not right now. Not enough people are Christian right yet. It was an Indian summer. We, yeah. we had we had a warmer summer or warmer fall, so we gotta wait till it's a little bit cooler. Death and, Planet, October twenty fifth. That's when. Stay tuned. That's when Planet Groundhog will come and knock us all into fucker fuckville. What am I saying right now? What's happening in this? Podcast? I don't know. I mean, maybe I, I, I'm just saying. Maybe also should consider an earlier release. I mean, so yeah. it can beat the end of the world. I I have total faith in uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage. <laughs> um, he saved us once, just before the um, initial. Him rapture yeah. a couple of years back yeah and i believe that <laughs> he died el- for I, yeah i believe that elbow drop still <laughs> resonates today there you go god bless his soul yeah all right i'm Randy crossing Savage. myself and nobody can see it i forgot mm-hmm. visual comedy still doesn't work no here, not on, so. well, i mean we could film this but it would be really bad yeah use all the air quotes you want right now <laughs> yeah. jesus um <laughs> I'm like, Jesus. I'm struggling. I'm doing air quotes and I say Jesus. I am struggling. We have to get, we can't keep doing this. Um, you started this shit off with Carly Rae Jepsen. I don't know what kind of garbage fire fucking episode you think wouldn't fucking devolve, uh, evolve out of this. This well, is really your the fault. The garbage fire could be we talk about Austin's project, but okay. I mean. That's not a garbage fire. That's pure beauty and art. Well, there you go. We can change you piece this of from, shit. We can change this from a, a flaming dumpster to a blue flame. Beautiful. There a you blue go. flame. I like blue flames. Blue flames are good. Yeah. All right. So, Austin, tell us about Cold Neon Fetish. So, Cold Neon Fetish, uh, what do you want to know? Because I could tell you quite a bit oh you tell us everything um, yeah i mean well like let's i guess let's start um with with the name the yeah i mean the origin story um well i have always loved electronic music and i have always had an affinity for music itself i was in vocal music back whenever i was in school i never took band mm-hmm. um i cannot read music to this day same the fun fact for everyone out there um it's like it's like japanese to me mm-hmm. and um i started djing in the oklahoma city and tulsa area with a wonderful group of oklahoma djs and after a time, I just 
kind of got tired of playing everyone else's music mm-hmm. and I decided I need to start writing my own music. And I ran into two wonderful people, Allison Eckfelt and Brady Bledsoe. And the two of us just really, um, we had a great chemistry amongst ourselves. And to this day, Brady is still one of my best, bestest friends. And we took just we took the torch and we ran with it and we realized that you know we had something going on and i was with them for a while and it still didn't it it felt like it was in the right direction but it didn't feel like it was enough Mm -hmm. and they were wanting to do things and i was wanting to do different things and then we just collectively decided that it would be in everyone's best interest if they did what they wanted to do, and then I did what I wanted to do. So I stopped making music, and I went into... <coughs> Excuse me. We've all got it. Yeah, we can yeah, do that. All three of us. Listen, like, this is not going to be a perfect podcast in terms of coughing. <laughs> we're all fucked right now, so... So, um... I I left Oklahoma in pursuit of a dream to go to audio engineering school. I quit my job of 10 years and every bit of certainty, I just said, fuck it. And it's a good I, plan. Yeah. And I went out to audio engineering school and... It was equal parts success and failure. I learned, you know, a bit, but not nearly as much that was promised. And then I said to myself, you know what? If anything is going to happen with this, it's what I make happen. Right. And that's whenever I got with a friend of mine who has been in touch with me since I was in esoteric the band with allison and brady and i uh he had asked me to edit just an an intro that he had made and i ended up turning into an entire song and i said hey i don't want to invest too much time and too much effort into this so what do you think of it He loved it, and I said, look, I know that you live in a different state, but through the power of technology and (laughs) science, um, I think that we can make this work. And here I am. uh, We are releasing an EP, and that will be out on Halloween, and it'll be three songs that he and I have worked on together. By the way, Jared, hello. Um, unfortunately, being that he is in a different state, um, he's not going to be in the uh, music video that I am shooting tomorrow in Tulsa. And, yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it sounds like a promising project. So, um, what, what kind of music are we talking about? I mean, I've heard it. I, I know sort of what, what we're dealing with here, but um, obviously the audience has not yet heard a clip of one of your songs uh, or any of the sort of stuff that we have. So what, uh, what are you, uh, what are you playing, I guess? 
Well, do you like opera? Yes. <laughs> it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I, I, I don't Nerd! know. Nerd! <laughs> I fucking listen to NPR. What, like, you're talking about nerd shit. Come on. Jesus. So, um, weeaboo piece of shit. And, okay. <laughs> Go to hell. Fucking opera bullshit. Once again, they can't see you flipping people off. They really That's can. why I added the or go using to hell. air quotes. Okay. That's why I say go it doesn't have the impact that it did whenever you punched me. You're it, right. That, that sounds that had, a, that had a satisfying flack to it. It's like, nobody will even hear that. Still you know, upset. Because the way these microphones work. Anyway, so <laughs> it's, it's not opera. Um, you mentioned electronic music. I'm, it, I'm it guessing is, some industrial. Yeah, it is there. electronic music. It is, uh, you know, industrial inspired, mm-hmm. goth inspired as well. And uh, whenever it comes down to it, I have basically written um, pop songs for goth kids. That's the I like best that. way that I it's can good. describe it. That's that's very good. It's, I... it's death pop. <laughs> I mean, these three songs will get you pregnant, in my opinion. That's fair. Straight up impregnation, left and right. <laughs> Boys, girls, baby birds, it doesn't matter. You're all having babies now. So the, the EP is coming out on uh, Halloween. On Halloween, yes. Um, which is in 31 days. Well, 30 days. 30 days uh, now, yeah. Yeah. Fuck, it's October. I'm happy uh, you know how to count. I know how to count, everybody. I'm super proud uh, of you. But... What what is this EP going to be called, and and where can people or where will be are people be able to find it? Do you have like a Bandcamp set up? Um, I know so, you have a Facebook page that yeah. we'll plug. I do have a Facebook page. The website is still under construction. Um, a SoundCloud page is underway as well, and the primary source is going to be Spotify. Because, let's face it, I would like to generate some sort of, you know, funding, you know, some sort of return from all of my due diligence and hard work. Sure. So, you know, I'm not entirely sure as to, you know, the rules of SoundCloud other than, you know, they generate really shitty rappers. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I mean that's accurate. I don't know how much money I could make through SoundCloud. So, um, mm-hmm. uh, after the songs, because uh, they con- currently, right now, right now, the first of October, uh, songs are all finished except my the masters still need to come to me. So whenever the masters come to me, I'm going to edit um, those songs down to just a fraction of their length, put them on SoundCloud so people can get an idea, is this something that I would want to purchase? Okay, so kind of like just like a 30-second preview or something like that to give them a taste. Yes. Okay. You know, leave them wanting more. Sure. So... They can find the entire EP on Spotify, and they will be able to watch the video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And I am also going to release a song, you know, like 
here and there, like as songs are being made and as progression is being done, okay. I will continue to add to the SoundCloud and maybe even do like some Easter eggs within the uh, website itself. Oh, that'd be sick. Well, people awesome. don't do things that are fun with music anymore because you can't do things that are fun with music anymore. Right. <laughs> you honestly can't. I, I remember thinking to myself, um, what was the album that Tool had made where they had the uh, 3D optics? Oh, fuck it, 10,000 Days or whatever. Yeah, yeah, 10,000 Days. I don't and, know why I know that I hate Tool. Well, <laughs> it was a great idea because it was... In, yeah, I mean, as far as marketing goes, it's yeah, not bad. Yeah, it was in... A year where just music sales were in the toilet and people no longer buy physical copies of albums anymore. So you had to think, okay, how can we get people to buy a physical copy of our album? And that's what they had done. Right. You know, call it a gimmick, call it what you want. It fucking worked. I mean, they always had really cool packaging, though. I yeah. mean, mm-hmm. Lateralis was really cool. Yeah, Tool, we like your package. Uh, your music sucks, but I mean, I don't good, not good, good like music or good packaging. <laughs> here's my argument. I'm agnostic on Tool. Yeah, here's my argument with Tool, uh, and and that's funny that you say agnostic. Uh, here's my I, I I can put Tool and christians in the same bag or christian <laughs> christianity in the same bag please keep going i need to know all of this like give me the entire nug of this they go for me hand in hand because i like tool and i like you know the ideals of uh christianity but i don't like either of their fans i think that's fair okay both have a really shitty fan base the, no my favorite tool album is you don't have one Merity Noms. What? He's speaking in tongues. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about Perfect Circle, really. Yeah. Um, wow. How did how did this happen? I thought everybody on, was gonna be on board, and here I am looking like an asshole on the side here, and I mean that's always been straight your, up your over spot. the head here. That's your shtick. I mean, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I am everything bad about this show. I'm just realizing. <laughs> It's okay. But yeah, we um, love you anyway. Snippets will be available on Spotify, or excuse me, SoundCloud. Um, the EP yeah, don't actually will oh, be don't released. accidentally put the spot uh, the snippets on Spotify. That'll yeah, that will oh man, <laughs> that'll be a big old faux pas. <clears throat> I've always liked that term. <laughs> it's a good one. It, it it reminds me of like a pie that's a sham, a faux pas. <laughs> I like oh Shams. my god! I like Sham sixty nine. Yeah, that's a good band too. There you go. <laughs> Psalm sixty nine. It's okay, Jeremy. <laughs> You're participating. Sixty nine, sixty nine, sixty nine. Nice. Shampoo's also good. Not to eat though. Man, we are devolving at this point. Like, have you guys good. ever eaten shampoo? No, it's gross. Not intentionally. I had a fucking thought. I don't know how this came up, but have you ever th- fucking thought about the fact that the the Shampoo that's supposed to not hurt baby's eyes stings worse than normal shampoo. I've never 
put Johnson and Johnson directly in my eyes. <laughs> it has accidentally gotten in my eyes. I've before. never even put one Johnson in my eye. <laughs> He's talking about that's dick. Good. <laughs> no, that's that's good. No, that's good. But head and shoulders much better than dick in your face. <laughs> <laughs> head and shoulders much better than Johnson in your eye. I don't know so why that's not their like. Yeah, somebody needs to get them on the line. Let's sell that shit. Yeah, yeah. There we go. We that needs to be their marketing. We are campaign. good. We are very good. And shoulders, we're looking for uh sponsors. Uh I mean the Terminus Podcast at gmail.com. Jesus Hit us Christ. up, babies. We can't even get dick pics to that email address. How do you think we're gonna get fucking sponsors there? Austin wants dick pics in the email. Please. Send him send send him dick pics to our email with the word Austin's penis. It'll make and Jeremy Marky, very excited. Or Marker. Also, if you could get like googly eyes and small hats. Yeah. That's that's We're going to send those uh, dick per, pics to Austin. It's per our request from last time. That'll be an Easter egg. Those. Preferably pictures of Dick Tracy. <laughs> on, on your dick. <laughs> I mean, if you can get one of those like, little fine tip markers and draw Dick Tracy on an erect penis before it goes flaccid, like... A plus art, to, like skills to you, because that is art. That that is fucking art right there. And you've talent. just drawn, you've just drawn a lifelike Dick Tracy on someone's dick, Tracy. I always uh, wanted to see someone draw like a wolf head on a dick because of Dick Wolf. <laughs> That's I, a long the alternate joke. version of Dick Wolf, though, that I'm dick thinking wolf, of I is a wolf yeah, made out of yeah. dicks, and that's horrifying. Oh, <laughs> that's some straight up bloodborne shit. Right? It, it reminds me of the. Uh, it reminds me of the meme mm-hmm. the, with the, the wolf's head. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's good. I'm yeah. just saying, if you kids are getting some ideas on, you may run you know, creativity. Can, you may run fast, but horny, I run faster. I remember that being one of the uh, yeah. With the wolf head. That was Insanity Wolf specifically. Oh, Insanity yeah. Wolf was so fucked there up. Is, there is Courage Wolf, Insanity Wolf, and I think that, like a couple other iterations of that meme. The, the Jesus emo Christ, wolf or 2009 was is. awful. Yeah, <laughs> they can go back. Like this was not a good fucking year. I mean, it was great for uh, like gallows humor, but fuck, man. Anyway, but fuck, man. But fuck, man. That's a terrible superhero. <laughs> that's DC's uh, depending, new comic. Yeah, that's that's the new ask. Vertigo. That's depending the new Vertigo on who you print. ask. He just seems like a one-trick pony. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway. But fucking. Yep. <laughs> I'm not. I'm fucking done talking. We're just we're gonna we're gonna have this dead zone right here. Basically, um, it all comes back to don't put things down your peepees. Save everybody like stone, no. especially <laughs> twigs. Oh, no, no, no. Like, we cannot don't. let this get back to that level. Jerry. Please don't. Did is there like an Albert Fish conversation with Mister Something? <laughs> no. On the fucking bad episode, he just talked nothing. He's talking about nothing but putting shit down your urethra. Oh man. <laughs> we cannot let this go back there. Okay, so. Hold oh on. no! Hold on! No, no, no. Is there we're, a science fact having, in this? Yeah, yeah, we're having this. Uh, oh, yeah, we're gonna have this conversation. It, it's not a science fact, but there is a story that goes to the pee hole. Oh no! Um, I'm into it. So, <laughs> charming I, anecdotes about urethral injections. Yeah, I remember going to um, a sex shop. You know, like an adult toy store or right. whatever. Those um, are always so weird. And. <laughs> I remember seeing like one of those. Uh, it, the sounding rods. It looks like one of the um, leather, like yeah. zip-up mm-hmm. uh, books that you would, you know, see like a 
doctors keep their utensils and all that stuff or you know junkies keep their syringes and mm-hmm. whatever and um <laughs> there was there's one of those but it had all of these it had all of these rods mm-hmm. and they were of different gauges and i remember um this particular woman and i we were looking at those rods and then one of the workers comes over to us and was like now are you guys looking to buy or and i said <coughs> i said no we're actually looking in a curiosity uh what are these mm-hmm. and she goes those go in your urethra mm-hmm. and i was like no no especially <laughs> no, especially no, not false. that one and uh but the big that, fat one, like uh, the double lot. Like, yeah, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> impressive. It's impressive. The best yeah. ones are the ones impressive that have a like a light um, electrical jolt. Like they yeah. make sounding rods <laughs> that will electrocute your pee hole no, from the inside. He's not lying. Basically, I know, and I hate this. <laughs> basically, me and Austin. I mean, we're going to Tulsa. We're going to be spending an entire day together. I'm thinking we're going to come back with some electrified. Uh, uh, Do they even allow sex Trevor. shops to be open on Sundays in Tulsa? I mean, they better fucking... It, we'll, we'll get in there one way or another. <laughs> That's a good question, and I'm going to say it's Oklahoma, so no. Yeah, I mean, they don't they don't really let you buy alcohol on Sunday. I can't imagine they let you buy those kinds of sex toys. Well, or any kind, really. I mean, Sunday, fun day, not in Oklahoma. No, no Sunday, fun day in Oklahoma is not. A it's day. a whole lot of it's prey day. Anything. And that's where we do a bunch of drugs and have a bunch of babies because we can't buy our sex toys. So boring missionary sex it is. I think that's a good place to end it for this segment. I'm gonna don't, hit the space. Don't bar put now. things in your pee holes though. Welcome back, baby birds. I'm Jeremy. That's Trenton over there. This is called Neon Fetish over here, and it's Gent Mask. It's really good. Thank that's you. Really good. Thank you for making it past here, uh, past the the urethra talk. That was a really good time. Yeah, we do that to weed out Jason. I mean, he's still in FBI custody. He is, but he's listening to this podcast. By Somehow, I mean, I do like your gimp mask, by the way, Trevor. <laughs> it really does look very good. The way that the way that you cut I, out like holes in it so that your beard pokes out—that is a nice touch. This is actually really sad. I was compared to Zach Galifianakis this week. By the <laughs> <laughs> And I couldn't even fucking argue with that because I looked at a picture of Zach Galifianakis because they were like, "Oh, yeah. fucking here!" I'm not, we're not kidding. And I'm like, "Motherfucker, I do." Yeah. So that's that's seen, my life. Have you seen Zach Galifianakis as of late? He fucking he lost like a hundred pounds. Yeah. He shaved the beard, kind See? of. He has some stubble, but like he looks good. Like he has an adult haircut. <laughs> He he looks like an adult. <laughs> Excuse that laugh. Finally, <laughs> but yeah, he yeah. looks like an adult. He still acts like a fucking goof, but yeah, no, he he's uh he's definitely um he's glowed up as they say. I mean, you really are pretty much Zygalfinakis and the Dream Daddy after they fucking have a like baby. Oh man, you had to bring Dream Daddy into this. I did. I thought that died over the summer. Nope. No. I'm never letting this die. No. Apparently, no, this is another fact. I also look like one of the fucking dads in this game, Dream Daddy. Yeah. And it's upsetting to me in a lot of ways. I mean, you look like both of them. It's really good. I mean, fun fact, Austin texts me angrily after Superbad Mm -hmm. because he thought I was in that movie. 
You were not in Superbad. Yes, he was. Yeah, he he was was in Superbad. He's the guy by the uh, gazebo at the uh, house party. Okay. I was very confused when he texted me. Yeah. He's like, why didn't you tell me you were in Superbad? And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I mean, if we're making comparisons here, Austin, if I may. Wait, 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 wait. You look like. I'm going to whisper it to Germsy over here. Okay. Okay. Ready. <laughs> you look like a cross right now between the dude from Eraserhead. Okay. And John Cusack. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you also kind of look like Porter Robinson in a way. I, uh, dude, wasn't it? Who's Porter Robinson? I'm he's not, he's an electronic sure. artist. Okay. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I remember being in Dallas. Remember at Goodyear. And that one girl, like, uh, I, we got in some weird conversations somehow, right? Yeah. And uh, so I think you said something where uh, someone said, you look like John Cusack. <laughs> and, then, and then you said, I get, you. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> And then it was a joke, and like this girl sitting across from us wearing like this like like thermal shirt and a pair of gloves, and it's like fucking ninety something degrees outside in Dallas, right? Oh no, I'd be it's dead si- in that in that outfit. She's sitting there reading um, a Cold Blood. I remember it was a Cold Blood. Okay. And I remember uh, we were already having this conversation with one another about like Capote and all this shit, right? And then this woman sitting next to her it turned out it was her mom. Was like, well, my daughter's. My daughter really is famous, and all of a sudden she got really shy and lifted the book up over her face. Right? Who was this person? So, I, to I this, to so know. basically, she played what was it, Sister Mary or something on Prison Break, and she was also in, uh, oh fuck, what was it? She was in, uh, oh fuck, Escape from Guantanamo Bay. What what was that movie called? Oh, Harold like, Kumar, oh, Escape from okay. Guantanamo Bay, and she was working on some movie called The Waitress or The Waiter. I guess I've never seen that movie either. It wasn't waiting, was it? No, one maybe. That would be fucking hilarious. Wait, that would be weird. Right, yeah. Like that we need to good. bring that back. I remember. We, okay, we keep going back to like the mid mid two thousand two thousands. Yeah. And uh, for you know those of you listening who either. <coughs> It never happened in your inner circle of friends because your friends are lousy friends. Yeah, you have or, shitty friends, Jason. Or because uh, you are just uh, too young. There was a movie called Waiting about the you know world of uh, basically a TGI Fridays or you yeah, know, whatever. It, it was very TGI Fridays. Yeah, um, and a game that they would play within this movie is they would. Um, the guys would flash one another their nuts and, <laughs> and, uh, and their, their testicles, and they would do so in these creative ways. The goat. The, the, yeah, there was the Abe Lincoln. Yeah, yeah the brain. <laughs> the brains. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And the bat. What you do is you stretch it out so your sack looks like a It looks like a, a bat wing. wing, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. I love yeah. that movie so uh, much. The best part was whenever the guy was in the freezer watching the training video, <laughs> and the guy, uh, what is his name? He's like, oh, dude, Canadian. I can't remember. Uh, the Mexican dude. Yeah. He comes in, and he's like trying to get the dude with the goat, mm-hmm. and he's like bent over, and he's like, how you doing? And he's like, <laughs> just waiting and waiting and waiting, and no one shows up. 
And at the at the exact <laughs> moment when whenever he decides to, you know, pull up his pants, you know, one of the guys comes walking into the freezer and he's like, Ah, you fucker <laughs> that, that's my life right there, you know, so much planning, so much patience and then just the moment you pack it up and go home. The moment, fuck. yeah, yeah. Just sitting there with your dick out for endless endless minutes. Dicks in our hands. New hit single from Cold Neon Fetish Dicks from our hands coming out <laughs> no, no, next no. next summer. It's um the the movie uh, Neighbors. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Dicks in our hands. Yeah. I was just saying like that would be a great song. Uh, New hit single Dicks from our hand uh, Dicks in our hands. What's in the parentheses though? Um It's got to be something super moody. Thus spake Zarathustra or Zarathustra. I don't know. The I, fuck is that shit? It's Nisha. Oh, okay. I mean, I don't know. I'm just throwing shit out there. God, you you're such a fucking dork. Yeah, I know. You lived with me for like on this podcast for the last 13 episodes. You'll fucking you'll continue. <laughs> this will this will continue to be a podcast. I mean, you ain't getting rid of me. So to answer your question, in <laughs> in the uh, parentheses, I'm thinking uh, stigmata wounds. Dig it. Yeah, I like that's it. Really Dicks in our uh, hands. Stigmata wounds. Uh, look out for that song next summer. Uh, yeah. That's that song right there. That's that's gonna blow the fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. I might even sample ministry sampling other artists or movies. <laughs> or whatever. It's, like, it's a sample of a sample of a sample. <laughs> it's a smorgasbord. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking. That's very good. <laughs> cool. So, um, what are what are your uh, recommendations? I I know I know that we were going to uh, to get into that. Absolutely, this is that segment. Um, you wouldn't you wouldn't know it based on the last like twenty five minutes of this fucking segment. But um, so I've got a couple recommendations. Uh, some interesting things have come down the pipeline um, for me musically this week. Uh, I've got a band called Idols. I D Y L L S. They don't know how to spell idols. No, idol. That is that is a proper way of spelling idol. It means like idyllic or like kind of like serene, uh, but the music is not serene. It, it's it's uh, it's very noisy. It, it's it's um, weird punk kind of like mixed with just fucking white noise. It, it's it sounds it sounds a lot better than I'm making it sound, but it's a very good album. Like Atari uh, Teenage Riot, kind of a little bit more like um, introspect. I, I, I would well, no, I would say it's it, it's got a lot of like uh, late '80s, early '90s post hardcore elements to it. Um, kind of atonal yelling, like kind of. Uh, I heard a little bit of No Means No on it. I heard a little bit of. Um, <clears throat> Nation of Ulysses. I heard a little bit of um, just kind of very weird. Like I'll pl- I'll play it for you guys after uh, we we finish recording. But it's it's very very good. Um, so that's that's one of my recommendations. Apparently OJ Simpson is free on parole after serving nine <laughs> years in prison. Yeah, for that's uh, a recommendation. Uh, that just popped up uh, on my thing. Recommendation. Um, don't go to jail like O.J. Simpson did? I guess. Uh, well, good one. fuck all prisons. Anyway. I mean, um, he, he was acquitted, though. Man, oh <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. Recommendation. The, get acquitted. 
So this is this is kind of corny. Uh, I, I have a corny band uh, from from somewhere in Europe, and I, I know they're from Europe because they were released on Long Beach Records Europe. Uh, which is weird, but it's a band called The you Prosecution. You keep saying Europe, and I just keep thinking Final <laughs> Countdown. <laughs> oh, have you fucking seen the the kid, like this greasy kid with a he's got he's got a fucking kazoo on a little keyboard that's also a ukulele. Oh I yeah, kazoo ukulele. The Final Countdown. That's another thing we got. That that's my second recommendation. <laughs> Uh, third recommendation is a band called The Prosecution. Um, it's I say it's corny because it absolutely is. It's it's very much like radio friendly punk rock. Uh, it, it sounds a little bit like is a simple been, plan. It, no, it sounds a little bit like it's No Effects if they were in any way, shape, or form influenced by Sum Forty One. Simple plan. Yeah. It, okay. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't know they were back together. That's no, cool. It's, 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 it's back to the mid 2000s. <laughs> exactly. Um, back with your Dickies <laughs> shorts and your fucking. <laughs> but not low. With the, the high tops. Low not, top Yeah. Covers. But you have like the high rise socks, though. So <laughs> stripes checkered, shit. Checkered. Yeah. Checkered. Yeah. Uh, and I say checkered because they have uh, trombones. So there's like uh, that minimal ska element to it. It's it sounds really weird. I mean, it doesn't sound weird at all. It sounds very formulaic, but it's it's like it's better than it has any right to be, and I respect them for that because there's a lot more earnestness than from any of the other bands that I fucking mentioned in that whole thing. So, Simple Plan recruited like one of the members of Less and Jake, and the prosecutors exist, <laughs> and they're from somewhere I think like Germany or something like that. Um, Some, somewhere in the midst, you have a tromboner. <laughs> there you go. Um... I also have a video game recommendation, but I think Jeremy has the same one, so should we talk about Cuphead a little bit? You fucked this up for me. Why did I Ask me up? what my recommendation is. What is your recommendation, Jeremy? Cuphead. <laughs> C-U-P. All right, I mean, that, so that's pretty much it. It's just my crack. I mean, that's where I'm Cuphead. at. Cuphead. Fucking Cuphead. I've died like 300 times so far, it's, and I'm perfectly uh, fine with it. It's the game... Like, if you think you're good at video games... You're, you play Cuphead and you realize you're actually not. You're good at, like, a couple of genres of video games. No. Um, Cuphead is the game that reminds you that, like, in the 80s, video games were fucking hard. Yep. And I say that because it's a side-scrolling platformer. Uh, there's some shooting elements. Um, it, it, it's all, it's got a very um, kind it's, of shoot-em-up It's pretty much well. cutesy, wootsy, contra, <laughs> Mega Man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Kids, if you think that you have it tough now, if you think that, you know, in this current state, day, and age with technology being what it is, <laughs> and your video games, you know, oh, I have to make it to a save point. There's no, no fucking save point Fuck in you. Because there was no, there were hardly any save points back in Sega or Super Nintendo games. You had a couple here and there, but if you got to level ten and you ran out of lives, you were fucked. Yeah, you had to start. You had to go all the way from square one, start over again. This is a very back in my days. Yeah, (laughs) and. And um, not only that, but you have already been playing the game for like a good three hours. And so, you are not stopping now. Yeah, so for you know, trying to go back to level one and beat the game, 
uh, well, good luck doing that because you've already had whatever system you were operating run hot for three hours. Yeah. <laughs> that fourth hour is going to be the max limit, and it's going to yeah, it, it's going to it's just going to crap out on you, and you you have to turn it off, uh, throw your controller at the wall, and then just walk away. Yep. And what made it worse, like I, I don't but know if you guys you remember this. control that way. <laughs> Because like, nothing else will make you as mad as like, fucking losing. <laughs> like I just, oh, I just realized, like back in the day, like you know how games don't come with instruction manuals anymore. Yeah, which still pisses me off because yeah, those like one of my favorite parts, right? Right. Like back in the day, a lot of games you couldn't even play without it. Like you had no idea what the fuck was going on. Exactly. No, I, yeah. And and not to mention the fact that, like, if you think about it, like the predominance of like the Japanese uh, Japanese influence and Japanese developers versus like European or American, because frankly, if there was a game made in America or Europe at that time, it was most likely to suck. It wisdom was like tree. a football game. Yeah, or Wisdom Tree. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I'll tell you this. I've got one of their games, by the way. Uh, God. I will say this much about uh, the uh, Japanese development of games. If it was strictly, you know, American development of video games, and that was it, we would not have the Audukan. Yeah, that's no, true. We wouldn't we, have Audukan. And and because I I put the Japanese solely responsible for the diagonal direction on the control pad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah well, I think you're right. Well think about it like <laughs> back in the day, like they had in house they had in house like uh if it weren't for Pearl Harbor, America would never even know what diagonal was. <laughs> How the fuck do you keep winning at tic tac toe Japan? <laughs> well, well like I, I, I think about like no. uh I, I remember being a kid and I was just super confused by some of the games that I played. Yeah. Right? And it's because of the fact that like now that I think about like current day mm-hmm. um like i could play something that's very japanese like fucking persona right. and everything comes out great like i understand exactly what's going on but it was all like um translated by you know someone else who's not in house over there versus back in the day where you had something like metal gear solid or mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. zelda or fucking castlevania like, translated by someone oh it was, it was so was, bad it was some good shit yeah like i remember castlevania especially like it told you the to go to that one fucking uh, that cliff what was it beth cliff i think so, or something yeah. like that and you're supposed to kneel with the red diamond but it said something completely fucking different <laughs> You know, so, like, people couldn't figure out the fuck what they were supposed to be doing, you know? All your base belongs to us. Oh, dude. Yes, all your base belongs to us. Also a great song. Yeah. But Comedy Christ. Christ. Uh Uh-huh. Fantastic. you had mentioned uh, Castlevania. Have you watched the Castlevania Netflix? I still haven't watched it. I still haven't. I haven't watched it yet. Either it's on my uh, queue. You've seen it? I've seen it. Um, it's, so it's, it's written by Warren Ellis. It's, uh, produced by, um, Frederator Studios. Um, it's better than it has any right to be. And I'm upset that it's only four episodes. Ooh. It's four episodes of 20 minutes a piece. Keep them wanting. That's fucking, uh, I hate that. I hate it too, because I'm still waiting for high school to dub. Yeah. No, that's never happening. This many years later. (laughs) That's not a thing that's going to ever happen, dude. No, but it's very good. Um, It it got me, like, it hooked me on the story. I thought it was going to be dumb as hell. Like, um, it's an American, or I I would say, I think the studio was European. Um, But, uh, like, American shows animated in that vein, uh, doing things like 
um, you know, game tie-ins and things like that. I mean, anything related to video games or comics, like, can, it can be stupid. I mean, it wasn't um, U-Ball or Uwe Ball. No, it wasn't Uwe Ball. It, it was not Uwe Ball. So, anything, I mean, it's better. It's Blood Rain was horrible. Um, but... Uh, it really was uh, very, very good. I mean, Warren Ellis is an amazing writer, um, and the the show had me hooked from like the first couple minutes. Like, uh, they actually gave uh, Dracula some like pathos a little bit. Like, he's shown as being very cold to humanity in general, um, but the reason why he does the things he does. Are we okay? We are recording. Yeah, I just want to make sure I didn't Ooh. see the light. Huh. Uh, but. The reason he does the things he does are very much motivated by like a, a very hu- like the nugget of humanity still left within him. Um, he's motivated by grief, and uh, you totally get on his side. Like, I don't know if that was intentional, but like the first like couple minutes, you're like, oh yeah, no, I I, I would do that too. Um, the rest of it is is very it, it's it takes all the themes I, I would say from I think the second or third game. Um, and kind of subverts them a little bit. Like, there's a lot of commentary on religion. There's a lot of commentary on, like, uh, the role of the church in, in in the state, basically. I'm listening. Um, it's, uh, I won't spoil anything. Um, obviously, you play as uh, Belmont. Or, not. You, you don't play, you watch, he is a, the That's what I thought we were talking about a, a show. <laughs> I, I thought we were talking about, you know, it's whatever, but no. Um, I mean, there's the, the a main big character difference. It's not whatever. I mean, either it's a game or it's not. It is I not mean, a game. Well, I mean, it was a game, but it's not now. This is a, a adaptation of Peace, Castlevania. <laughs> uh, fuck Konami. Anyway. Um, wait, 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 wait. I got this. Um, up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right. <laughs> B, A, select, start. Thank you to the goth sickles. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, it's it's very. It, it was a good show. It was a good show. Um, the goth sickles, I forgot they existed. Jesus. Yes. Oh, they with the fucking power glove and everything. <laughs> yeah. God, that was Great so guy. good. Great guy. Oh, what was so. that? What was that song? I I I could tell you about it. Hot topic or something. Like yep. That. Yeah. Yep. It's so good. Man. <laughs> We got something to show you later, is what we're saying. Yeah. God, so, this is going to be weird. Any other uh, recommendations, Jeremy? Cuphead. Yeah. All right. It's basically just Cuphead from here on out. But, like, kind of going back to the... Uh, Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite's okay. Yeah, I, I started to get okay at that game. You, you beat the shit out of me last week, so... Yeah. Um, it's okay. You won three out of, like, 30. I, yeah, I did. Uh, and okay. you were very upset at me for winning those three. Yeah, I was pissed. But, uh, you so know, I, like, so kind of going back to the difficulty conversation, like, I started playing Cuphead tonight. I got, I played the first level for 25 minutes and did not win. Yeah. Which, that's, like, basically the tutorial level. Yeah. And I could not, like, it was just little things, like, oh, I forgot to jump and now I'm dead. Great. Um, or, I oh, I got hit here. Fucking, like... Or I fell into the fuck, like, fuck. And... and so last week I recommended Destiny Two, um, because I do genuinely like that game. But going like going back and forth between those two games, you can see like that Destiny Two holds your hand. Yeah. Like it, it doesn't auto aim for you, but like it, it's very sticky aim when you're you know shooting enemies. Um, it kind of favors the head area to get those good sick headshots. 
um, it, it's very uh, forgiving in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, even in the higher levels, the difficulty level, when it's you know when you get higher levels, it spikes. Um, but Cuphead, minute one is like, hey, we're not fucking around here. Get the fuck out. <laughs> it's just weird, like, that a game that rewards you in no way, shape, or form by mm-hmm. winning boss battles, unlike other games, still makes you feel like you fucking accomplished something in some way. And that's the weirdest fucking thing. I've never played a game and, like, died repeatedly, did not throw the uh, controller, and after I win, it's just like, fucking yeah! You know? And it's just like that gut reaction. Like, yeah, dude, so, you like, have. Yeah, I, I played you have, the. But yeah. you were like. Probably thirteen the last time. Yeah, yeah. You did get that feeling exactly. And like, like the the vegetable garden. Oh, dude. Level. I I did pretty well in that. I I only died like four or five times. Yeah. But it was it was like at the beginning, so it was like very easy. But like, uh, or comparatively, but uh, like it still gave you that like, I fuck, I fucking you know, I the tear hit me. Yeah. How the fuck? Te- God damn it. Um. Now the the thing that's the most frustrating is uh back in like regular mario mm-hmm. the koopa yep oh, they dude. didn't do a damn thing they, they were walked. just there and yeah. if you touched them you died, you died. yeah it yeah. wasn't like they came up from a pipe or anything like, like that it wasn't that. like they were slowly shot from a cannon towards you right they were just there mm-hmm. and you touched them because you you know misjumped and you, you die, died. and you were so pissed. frustrated. You were so pissed. See, and it's it's like he said, like yeah, I mean, yeah, I have had that that reaction before, like the yeah, I fucking did it, you know. But mm-hmm. he's right; it wasn't since I was like a kid, back whenever I was still playing, like because fucking Super Nintendo Genesis, even like the N sixty four in some cases. It's, you it's know because I mean? games have gotten easier. Yeah. And we've gotten better at playing games. Well, it's for a mass appeal now. Yeah. I mean, they it's want for the same reason that like a lot of Japanese imports of games are easier in America than they are over in Japan, for instance. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, because of the fact that they just want to simplify and just make things more mass consumable. Right. Like, fucking, who, who can't play fucking Call of Duty? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that, I don't think there's a personal life you can't play Call of Duty. Yeah, I mean, like, you've got to have, like, no arms to be able to not play and no legs because you could still play with your toes there was that lady on tosh yeah who uh was like cutting tomatoes with her feet and everything yeah yeah i'd I'd eat the sandwich she made just say i did it i mean post on facebook i just say i mean modern technology being what it is like there are there are things like peripheries for people without the use of their arms and legs allowed to play games now I need you to stop fucking the suffering. So anyway, going back to what I said, like that's the thing. Like modern video games are so fucking easy in comparison. Like you don't know what it's like to fucking like what was it? Uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts or Ghouls and Goblins or something like that. I can't remember what it was, but basically, like you get to the end, you're like fucking yes, I did it, and then it turns out you didn't beat it, and you had to fucking do the entire thing all over but backwards. Right. In order to actually complete the game. Well, I mean, um, wasn't uh, wasn't Shovel Knight like that? Yeah, yeah, and and so like that's actually interesting because it, it kind of it, it brings up like there are developers that are making games like this now. Um, I mean, even in the the sort of AAA game space like uh, Dark Souls, uh, Bloodborne, those games. Right. Um, they're praised for their difficulty. 
they're praised for their unforgiving nature. Like there, there's certain things that like no game can go without now, like checkpoints every period of time, and, and Bloodborne definitely has that. So Dark Souls does. Um, you know, even games like Hyperlight Drifter, which uh, is a great simple game, fucking hard. Right. I just got it on Xbox. Beat the la- beat the game on PC. Could not fucking like navigate certain sections, and I had to like stop myself from playing, uh, just or from continuing because I was getting pissed. Right. Um, like these games are for a specialty gamer. Um, the people who love Battletoads for the fucking hover <laughs> bike. Yes, I uh, have that. Game, I remember. By the way. I remember um, but, Battletoads actually had music whenever you would pause the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sounded just like that, but better. Thanks. But no, the like it's just it's very like when I say specialty gamer, I don't mean to say like oh we're gamers because those are usually the people who are also complaining like that. Those are the guys who go to cons and every sentence that they like every utterance mm-hmm. starts with the word actually i'm uh, actually yeah so, uh, <laughs> no, I, I, no, personally I, I i dig that these games exist because like i do think that it's kind of creating now a little more of a divide yeah because like you so. do have like the flat bill gamer you know what i mean the mm. one who's like come on bro that was so lame bro you're so gay and then you've got the one who's like sitting there and like plotting and shit, and actually, well, yeah, like, I mean, there's and there's always been like strategy games yeah. and shit like that, like um, like Fire Emblem is a really big series that. But the thing about it is, strategy. like now, I feel like they're actually gaining more relevance now than sure. they did, and, and it's because of games like Cuphead, games that have yeah. had press for the past like four fucking years. Well, and, and, and all it, eyes on it. It helps that you have a, a games media that you know does look at different interesting stories about these games coming out now right. it's not just hey everybody we're releasing a new game look at us it's like oh hey this is how this game was developed and you know they're using this kind of animation and it hasn't been used in fucking 45 years by anybody not even disney right uh you know things like that um going behind the scenes of of these games and how they're made and also talking about um you know the themes of the games uh, this has turned into a fucking video game podcast, apparently. Like, we have turned into... <laughs> this is this is my fault, I think. This is really your well, fault. This is yeah. my fault. I think I'll Austin's take the got things that he likes, too. I think we need to, I think we we need need to have Austin him... We need to talk about the things that he enjoys. I think we need to stop talking, Come on, Jeremy. Skipper, you tell us what you like. Uh, you, you're, you're our you, guest. You, you tell uh, us, champ. And we've been rude. Well, I did want to mention one thing about Cuphead while I was watching you play it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you guys were talking about the artwork. Um, for those out there listening who have not played Cuphead um, and are kind of intrigued by hearing us talk about it, the artwork is really cool. It's very much a throwback. Um, imagine um, the artwork that you would see on scud missiles and you know yeah. on the sides of bombers of a uh, world war ii airplanes even and like betty boop and felix and woody woodpecker yeah. and you know things it's very of that early derivative Disney's. yeah like it's, mary melodies mm-hmm. straight up yeah 
Um, what was the uh, the steamboat like? Steamboat Willie. Yeah, yeah. yeah steamboat Willie. The spooky, scary skeletons. Like nope. swing yeah. you centers, man. Exactly. Swing your center is swing you centers is probably my favorite one. That's another recommendation. Anything by swing Ub Iwerks from Disney? It's it's public uh, or, domain. Now. Yeah, public domain. It's on YouTube. You can find a thousand goth kids have it up now. Go watch Swing You Centers. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's supposed to be it's supposed to be like kind of old forties propaganda. Yeah, cartoons. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, you're good. Um, I just like I said, I wanted to elaborate on that. I thought that was my draw to it, um, because I I really don't game all that much nowadays. I traded in gaming consoles for audio software. and those reasons are my own. Right. Um, but my recommendation, I am currently reading a book called Smoke Gets in Your Eyes. And it is the story of this uh, woman. I believe she does the uh, YouTube videos for Ask a Mortician. If I'm wrong on that, oh, yeah. then I apologize. But the book was very well... I'm, I'm not finished reading it, so um, the book is very well written, very well made. Um, she's basically just talking about her coming of age in a crematorium. And it's it has some wonderful humor to it and it's one of those books that i find myself reading it until my eyes hurt <laughs> and then i have to put down the book right so um then i would say you know if that's if that's my book recommendation uh my music recommendation is a concert that i'm going to attend on friday the uh, the 13th I believe at Granada Theater, um, and that is Dance with the Dead. They are going to be coming through to perform, and I really enjoy their stuff. If you, uh, you listeners, enjoy the uh, retro wave movement, then and you like you know some heavy, like driven guitars in with it as well. Then I would definitely recommend Dance with the Dead. God, you I'm know. so jealous of you. I'm fucking pissed right now. <laughs> I love bands like that. Oh yeah, I and I saw a Perturbator a couple of weeks ago you. too. So I that's, told you they were yeah, yeah. You've only got yourself to blame at this point because I told you. I know you did. I was fucked. I was busy. So he was fucked. I was. Fucked. Yeah. Well, that. Um, I, that's I my imagine. business. Yeah. That's I, a I'm very good, upset. Good reason to be busy is I, I'm if very you're getting upset. fucked. <laughs> I love Perturbator. How many M and M's can you fit in your butthole? <laughs> Probably too many. <laughs> Are we talking M and M's minis or peanut M and M's? Dude, yeah, I saw there's a bag of, of M and M's. It's like it, like the draw of these M and M's is that they're giant M and M's. Okay, they're just Why? like fucking dollar quarters. This is the land of excess, size. dude. This it's too much M and M's. By the way, smoke, smoke gets in your eye. Um, it was written by Caitlin Doty. Okay, she is the ass mortician girl. Yeah, I follow nice. her on Instagram because blood and gore. Nice. There you go. Um, and one last recommendation. Um, another podcast that's <gasps> out there 
And, you know, I will go ahead and be the blasphemous one to, <gasps> you know, you? recommend another podcast. I do that all the time. You're good. It's, um... Bleep it. Get ready to bleep. <laughs> no, fuck you, Jeremy. There's a... <laughs> I only bleep my phone number. <laughs> I just started listening to these guys, the last podcast on the left. And okay. these guys are great. Three comedians, very informative. Um, if you love dark humor while you learn then I would highly recommend Last Podcast on the left. Um, I remember wanting to listen to a podcast, and I went to the comedy section, and I was like, hey, I've actually heard of this. Let's see you know, what they have to offer. And I ended up clicking on, because you can go through and you can scroll the... Um, the previous podcast that they've done. Right. And they had done one on Norwegian death metal, and I was like, okay, I'm definitely going to come back to that one. The what death else? metal or black metal? Black metal. There excuse you me. Go. Excuse me. Norwegian well, the church burnings black. and all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, Varga Varga Durga. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because God. there's nothing more metal than Norway. Um, I mean, it's really cold up there. I mean, the most that you could do is just kind of worship Satan, play really loud music, it's super lo-fi, and kind of kill each other. Yeah. I mean, it, maybe walk around your pet wolf and shit, you know? Yep, and there just you go. and appreciate a good double kick, you know, in yeah. all of your songs. Basically, go go listen to Mayhem. Yeah. Well, Dark Throne's also good. Yeah, yes. yeah and then yeah, they, they name drop throughout that entire episode. Uh, <laughs> like Immortal, Mayhem, uh, King Diamond, and all oh, of those yeah, guys. Great, man. But uh, the, the episode that really turned me on to the entire series <laughs> is one that I believe rings true to all three of us, being that we are from Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and it was simply entitled Oklahoma City. Oh, um, yeah. And it spoke of the Timothy McVeigh mural bombing. And I was like, okay, let's see what they have to say about Oklahoma City. And even though I live in Oklahoma, or excuse me, lived in Oklahoma, and I was living in Oklahoma at the time that the attack had happened, um, so much of what I thought that I knew was entirely wrong and these guys they definitely do go out they do their homework they have interns that go out and do their homework and you know a lot of cross-referencing and stuff like that and double checking so you know it's not just someone who's you know pissed off and looking for a uh, conspiracy theory these guys know their shit and what they don't know they go and they research so those are my recommendations. Uh, Dance with the Dead, last podcast on the left, and the book from Ask a Mortician, Smoke Gets in Your Eyes. Caitlin Doty. Caitlin Doty, hi. <laughs> She's definitely listening. Uh, and she was she was very upset until until her name was mentioned. So I can She's good now. Uh, she's she's been she's been appeased. Um, awesome. Well, uh, so those are some really awesome recommendations uh, from our entire panel today. You're making fart noise in the microphone. That's ASMR. Oh yeah, it is ASMR. Yeah. That's a callback to like episode two or three. Yeah. 
Yeah. Jesus Christ. I have, um, a, I have a couple of other episodes, if you don't mind. <laughs> you don't um, mind. I don't mind. Okay, cool. Uh, so, uh, Kevin Munn and the Reptiles, uh, you can, uh, like, Police State was a hit that, song. That's the song that we listened yeah, to. It was a, a hit song, I think, oh, track Brandy. four or five on Kids Bop 30. Yep. Um, <laughs> that, uh, or you could just go, like, get the EP over at Kevin Moan, the reptiles, uh, dot bandcamp, dot net. You go buy that dot shit. net? What the fuck are you doing? Dot com, whatever. Or you could get Kids Pop 30. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, it's there too. Like Kids Pop 30 was, sure. was the best one. Yeah. It was, it was really good. It was right there on par that, with that the shit was 22. Lit, yeah. It's it's hard to fucking it's hard to call any of them good though because they come out every two months. I mean, there's a song on it called "Fight Song," and I just like to imagine it's just a bunch of little kids this singing is my a Marilyn Manson song. song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't care what you think it is. It's Marilyn Manson. I don't give a shit. There's also a song called Uma Thurman on here. That's weird. I will photograph, say this. which I'm assuming is probably going to be a Nickelback cover. Uh, one hundred percent. Oh, they made kids sing Nickelback. That's child abuse. <laughs> Hopefully that is it's abuse. <laughs> hopefully it's Def Leppard. I, I'm I mean, not gonna know. So there's also RenegadeRadio.net. Mm. I have the Terminus Project, and this is where you could cue the ah, music. Um, so like pretty much everything that has my name attached to it is now under the Terminus Project uh, banner, umbrella, uh, including yeah. this with uh, Mr. Austin from Cold Neon Fetish. Um, he is, however, not going to be on Kids Bob Thirty because that was back in 2015. So he missed that boat. He did. We're on. Did you know that it's actually fucking Kids Bob sixty seven right now? Good. I well, hate. Everything. I will. I will credit Kids Bob for the fact that they. I still see the CDs to Kids Bob <laughs> being advertised. On television, yeah. Also, like, McDonald's Happy Meals. Yeah, yeah. When, <laughs> when was the when was the last time that you saw an advertisement for a compilation album aside from Kids Bob? You know what is? If I never like, see one of those, now that's what not, I call music. Yeah, Kids, Kids Bob. Bob, and that's pretty I, much it. I remember the Punk Goes Pop like commercials on like it was like for one month on Fuse in two thousand six. Yeah, back when Fuse was like even okay. remotely okay. Yeah, that's how I learned this to hate strike anywhere and rise against. Um, <laughs> this is the it's pretty uh, much the same band. This is the nineties uh, nostalgia video game podcast. Yeah, I've been Trevor. I'm Jeremy. Long live two thousand six for whatever reason of nostalgia. Apparently, that's just the year we're fixated on this time. <laughs> Yeah, this thank you Austin. for 2006. Yeah, and it was I am Austin. Yeah. It, it was a good time for me. It was the golden age of trance music. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that 2006 has to fucking offer at this point. Amazing. Okay. Well, thank you guys so much.
my body. 